How do you say? How do you say? Is it her? Welcome to How to Say Hi, a podcast that shares the power of ordinary interactions and how small gestures can spark endless smiles and new connections. Today, we're switching it up a little. With the coming of the new year, we thought it would be a good time to zoom out and talk about the mindset shift that might need to happen in order to make saying hi less of a task and more autonomous, making it something you just do now. Hi, I'm Caitlin. A good example of something else I just do now is taking my own cup, straw, and utensil set whenever I hit up a local coffee shop or travel. Hi, I'm Maggie. I'm a big fan of what writer Gretchen Rubin calls the one-minute rule. If something only takes a minute, do it right away. For example, I try to always put my dishes right into the dishwasher rather than leaving them in the sink. We can apply this to making simple, joyful connections with strangers, too. It only takes a minute, but it can have a big impact. With the start of a new year, we wanted to bring it back to kind of the beginning or the intention of this podcast, which is to create a world that's more interconnected and helping everyone understand how we impact one another. We see thoughtfulness and saying hi as kind of an easy win. And while we've been challenging listeners to take this on kind of as a a task or a to-do list, we really want to think about it in terms of like creating a, a habit or looking at it as more of just like a simple thing we can do. To put this into New Year resolutions terms, I think of it as the difference between a fad diet and a lifestyle change. In a fad diet, it almost feels like an arduous task, like you have to make some sacrifices. Whereas once you learn more about the food you're putting into your body and what it does to you and how it makes you feel, it slowly becomes more of a lifestyle versus something that you're, you're trying and, and just doing because you feel like you have to. We want to make that true for saying hi and being more intentional about our interactions with other people and understanding how good it makes them feel, but even more so how good it's going to make us feel. And it then becomes more of a piece of who you are rather than something you're trying on and wearing for a while. What we're doing with this podcast and over each episode is is providing little steps. And I, I have experienced that myself, like from researching this throughout recording this and thinking about it, I've noticed small little changes and now it's easier for me to talk with people. And I, I see the changes in myself in terms of like the, the joy it brings me. It's not as scary as it used to be. And there are even times where I'll admit, I look forward to meeting new people. But don't think of it as a personality shift or you have to become a new person. I mean, that's kind of the problem with New Year's resolutions is you're like, all right, new year, new me. I'm just going to be completely different than I've always been. And that's not sustainable. That's not um, that's not really possible. It's actually really neat to watch Maggie go through this process as well. I think that this podcast is is really a cool tool for her because She'll have a unique experience and call me and be like, Caitlin, I just had this unique experience. (laughs) We need to talk about it on the podcast. And oftentimes we do. So this podcast has become somewhat of a little memento for those experiences. 
So something that I have done in the past is when I go to the gym and afterwards you kind of have that like high from working out, I pause and I write a note in my phone about how I'm feeling. And I'm talking to my future self and saying, you're going to feel so good once you go. Just go in there, get it done. Even if it's just 20 minutes, you should do it. You're really going to be so happy that you did. And, and I'm like encouraging my future self to, to just get off the couch, go put your shoes on and make it happen. I think that same type of thing can happen with what we're talking about, making these small connections. Yeah, sure, you're not going to the gym and getting that high, but you do have some sort of high when you have this interaction with somebody that you know brought them happiness and made them feel good. And in turn, that input made you feel really good. So write about that and think to yourself, okay, next time I'm like thinking about not going to a social event where maybe I couldn't get a friend to go and now I have to go by myself. Maybe you write about that experience and how next time you want to tell your future self to just do it. It's going to be a good outcome. It's almost a little bit like when you set yourself a goal and you have rewards along the way. Like, okay, I, I worked out every day this week. I get to buy this book I've been wanting or something. The reward is actually built into these experiences. You make a new friend, you make a new connection, you're instantly rewarded with that bit of joy. I can say this because I've been there. Like that's that's kind of been my journey over the last year or so working on this podcast is learning that I am not inherently shy or doomed to be awkward in social interactions we can always kind of dwell on like the worst that can happen like oh what if it's awkward or what if I say something weird or what if they don't like me but you can do that same like theorizing in the opposite way like what's the best that could happen like you could make a new friend you could help someone out you could have just a really great moment that you think about the rest of your day so if you find yourself going to those like negative feelings switch it up remind yourself that it's a possibility of something good happening That's great. That sometimes gets me out of the house too because I'm always like, well, if I go, what if I meet somebody who then introduces me this to this thing or this opportunity or maybe we just have a really fun time together or I might miss out on a story. Like that's a really cool perspective and and way to put it uh, into a different light. Yeah, I love that. Positive self-talk is a real thing and not only self-talk, but like situational talk, you know, Mm -hmm. thinking this doesn't need to be something that's like daunting or scary. Just think of yourself, hey, I'm going to say hi to this person and they might say hi back and they might not. And that's fine. And that's enough. That's what we're trying to bring you today is this awareness of how this can be way more than just saying hi. But at the same time, it's just as simple as that. We've been kind of talking about this from the abstract, so we want to give you some tangible steps to take if you're ready to take this on. If you're new and a little anxious, you can start small and you don't have to go too far out of your comfort zone. Uh, For me, it started with just like making eye contact and waving at neighbors when I was on a walk. Um, Some other ideas are writing a nice note on your receipt. Maybe if you do takeout or eating in a restaurant, you can just write a little, thanks so much, this was great. Um, you can just say hi and show some appreciation to your mail carrier and really mean it. Uh, they out and about all day, but don't get to see a lot of people necessarily face to face. So you can make their day. Maggie, when you first started and you're just doing waves and smiles to your neighbor, how did that make you feel? Like, was it awkward the first time? Did it make you feel good? Or were you just kind of like not even thinking about it? I was definitely thinking about it because I was 
you know, intentionally trying to reach out to more people. But it was really nervous because or it was really like nerve wracking because I didn't know how they'd respond. It felt a little goofy because it wasn't something I had done in the past. So it, it just felt unnatural. Like I was just doing something kind of wrong. Mm-hmm. But when people would wave back or say hi from across the street, like it felt good. And then it was just easier every time. I was just curious. <laughs> um, okay, so if if you're on that first step, that's totally okay because like a staircase, all these steps take just the amount of effort to get up to. So absolutely give yourself a lot of grace here and don't judge yourself of where you are in this process because you'll be surprised how quickly you fall into it and kind of fall in love with it. So if you've done those the, that first step where you're uh, making those little notes and waving to your neighbors, something you can do to progress is to try connecting with a stranger over a funny observation. In the Aaron's episode, you had a few examples of those talking about giant candy bars at the checkout or weird fruits in the grocery store. If you are feeling extra brave, maybe you have you consider yourself already pretty outgoing but want to see how far you can stretch that, make eye contact with someone trying to sell something or asking for a donation. Our most recent episode was about connecting with solicitors and not just shying away. And while you do not have to purchase from them or donate to them, you can make their day a little better by taking that moment to to talk with them, wish them luck, and things like that. Another example for someone who's feeling a little extra brave is just increasing that awareness of what's happening around you when you're out in public. I was recently standing in line and a mother was trying to check out and she had, I think, two kids with her and one was having a tantrum. I felt so badly and you could just tell she was like trying to get out of the store as fast as possible so everyone could probably take their mid-afternoon nap. And I saw this happening and tried to distract one of the kids with a game of peekaboo and it gave the mother just enough space to finish the transaction and breathe probably for a moment and get out of the store. But that made me feel good to help out. And I'm sure that she was appreciative as well. So those are some ways if you're feeling even more brave to break down some of those barriers we've created. The pandemic and social distancing has has kind of interrupted our normal social lives. But even beyond that, and before that, we were very, you know, productivity focused and heads in our phone and task oriented. And everything feels so automated and kind of cold and robotic and this is a way to break that up a little bit and remember that like we're all humans and we're all connected in that way. I also think because we're kind of in this like automated world where sometimes it's not likely that you're going to get a lot of those unexpected disruptions to the day that when it does happen people are surprised by it but surprised by it in a good way where they kind of talk about it and they might try it later on and they might pick up their eyes a little bit from their phone the next time they go out. I love the contagiousness that this type of interaction can have because it's not only impacting you and that immediate person, but it could be something that they share with their kids or their friends or on social media. And suddenly this tiny, easy to do interaction has become a much more impactful and powerful thing. There's other things that you can do too that are a little bit maybe less face-to-face, but still give you this high of bringing joy to an interaction that you've had. 
Um, one of them is to simply leave a review when you've had a really good experience. Mention the person by name in that review and let them know that they've impacted you in a positive way and that you appreciate them for that. It's a great, easy, again, Gretchen Rubin's less than a minute thing. Um, this could be less than a minute and really mean a lot and have a big impact. Another little thing to do is like a friend's side hustle page, comment on their posts, share a post. It's really an easy way to give them a boost to whatever their business is. And it, again, just takes a minute. Yeah, I love doing this for my friends who are artists or Mm -hmm. have some sort of passion project that they're working on. Just let them know, like, hey, we see you. And sometimes more than one like is really nice, too. Mm -hmm. Um, lastly, this one comes from my childhood. Uh, <laughs> I probably get some laughs over this one. But when I was younger, I learned about Ding Dong Ditch. And I was like, ooh, Ding Dong Ditch is a fun concept. How can I make it better? And my best friend Tracy and I, we lived a mile apart on a dirt road, and we would each walk to the corner to meet each other. And one day on our walk, I said, let's pick all the wildflowers we can and write these nice little sweet nothings on little pieces of paper and attach them to the flowers and drop them at our neighbor's door and play Ding Dong Ditch so they don't know who it came from. And I will never forget that. It was such a nice thing for us to do, even though no one knew it was coming from us. And it's not like we were searching for credit or anything like that. We just did it because it felt good and it was fun and also sneaky. And I guess we weren't as sneaky as I thought because about a month or two afterwards, I had a neighbor come up and say, thank you for those flowers. That was so sweet. And I was like, what are you talking about? How do you know? That's a very Caitlin thing to do. So (laughs) doesn't take a detective. But seriously, it is, it will bring you a lot of joy and it's something that you can do to, if you know a friend is just maybe needs a little pick me up or a stranger, it doesn't, you know, a new person on the block, let's just say welcome. Um, And they don't even need to know specifically who it's from, but guarantee it's going to make you feel so good and then feel good too which is what the whole point of all of this is is about creating this interconnected feeling and joy and of course all the sparkles and glitter that come along (laughs) with that in all of our episodes we generally end with a set of challenges for you to take on but as we get into the new calendar year We want you to think of these less as a challenge and more as something you're just incorporating into your lifestyle. It's just a piece of who you are and something that you do. So that's our ultimate goal for you. We hope you have a wonderful, fabulous, extraordinary 2022. And yeah, thank you for listening. We really appreciate you. And of course, we want to hear how it goes. Write to us at howtosayhipod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at howtosayhipod. We'd love for you to send us your questions, your big wins, your awkward encounters. We really want to share these out and, of course, cheer you on. And a huge thanks to Brent McCormick for our podcast art. We absolutely love it and continue to love it. And to the Wimps for our podcast theme song and all the music you hear throughout. Happy New Year! Cheers! Cheers!